Hello and welcome back. This is the Supercoach Professionals Review Show, Round 18. Of course, we missed last week, uh, around 17, only the four games played. But even though there's a few teams on buys this week, we're back to wrap it all up, at least the first five games. Ryan MS with me, of course. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, doing well, doing well. Um, really enjoyed the game today between the Warriors and the Storm. Probably the rest of the round hasn't lived up to expectations as much as uh, as we might have hoped, but, you know, we <laughs> get a game yeah, like nah, that. It was Origin mind. Hangover City, I think. <laughs> That's right. Let's get straight into it. And going back to the Raiders and Knights, um, Clash, the Raiders, Blake Austin, you know, he tipped it on the podcast on the Thursday show. Of course, the Roundtable podcast that we do each and every week. Um, Blake Austin getting up 82 points, really dominating. Josh Papali coming off the back of Origin, a couple of tries in the second half. Patting his numbers a little bit, but still 85. You're happy with that. Jared Croker, he, you know, we say it, what have we said it, maybe six, seven times this year. Whenever the Raiders put up points, Jared Croker's going to have a good game. 74 points for him. Paul Vaughan, 60. Good to see him getting involved. A bit of extra minutes helping him and a try assist. Um, 60 points there. Sean Fensom, just 50. We probably thought a little bit higher, but, you know, it was an average matchup. And the Knights, they're, they're just out wide. Their defensive lapses really account for passing the ball out and those sort of players like Fensom that roll up the sleeves and see Soliala only scoring 46. You see them taking that small downgrade, even though the matchup... Is, is average. It's just that they just don't have the opportunity to sort of get those bigger numbers, I guess, Ryan. No, exactly right. Um, look, yeah, you mentioned all the guys before who did well and, and it showed that they did well. The thing that I found very interesting was uh, both the hookers, both uh, Hodgson and um, Kurt Baptiste, yeah. um, scored very low, which was quite interesting considering um, I thought the Raiders were um, making a fair, a fair din up the middle, so I would have thought that, you know, but, uh, yeah, obviously yeah. that wasn't the case. And it was one of those games where uh, players might play well, but once again, does not compute in supercoach language. Well, Baptiste got the extra minutes, of course, because Sam Williams went off injured. I didn't mention his points. Three tries this Sam Williams, 57, didn't finish the game. Now, there'll be an injury watch on him. That's the type of stuff that we'll follow up on that Thursday show, as I mentioned earlier, the Roundtable podcast, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Um, by subscribing to us on iTunes, you get this podcast and that one, or simply from their website, www.supercoachpros.com. But uh, Baptiste, not really um, able, just the 20 tackle sort of the main part of him and, and like you say Hodgson with, with 38 did get the try assist and 31 tackles but uh, just the, the creativity not as as much as, as we might hope out of the Raiders hookers at the moment but certainly the halves Williams and, and Austin doing doing the business and helping those uh, outside backs like Jared Croker the Knights um we wanted more out of Dane Gagai, 50. He did have, you know, a nice uh, line break, a last pass for a try, but um, probably probably wanted more, maybe a bit of origin hangover, as, as Ryan suggested. But Kurt Gidley did step it up at the back, 102 points. Um, you know, probably probably a downgrade, what we looked at um, from fullbacks, opposing fullbacks uh, uh, against the Raiders. But while ever he's still getting involved in the halves and playing that sort of role, you see the two try assists, two line break assists, he's going to get that upgrade because, of course, the the, um, the Raiders do give up a bit to halves. So we saw, even though playing at fullback, he still assumed that halfback responsibility, getting good points, as did Jared Mullen there, uh, 65 points, you know, playing probably more of a 5-8 role. Um, you know, try assist, he, he got involved later on, not not sort of necessarily game-breaking or game-changing sort of plays by Mullen, but did get involved once the game was probably a little bit out of hand 
put and set up some nice tries. Corbin Sims, he's playing really well lately, 57 points. Um, the, pretty much the best of the forwards, along with, uh, of course, the two regulars, Jeremy Smith, 63, and Cade Snowden, 81. Um, although, special mention, mention to the late replacement, Joe Tapane, he scored 70, 40 tackles. So, you know, he certainly didn't um, shirk the task. Um, and we should also mention... Um, but, Patrika Vaivai, 50 points. So some of these Knights players putting up um, you know, some decent enough numbers uh, there, that you know, ones to, to watch maybe if, even for next year. And Aki Uate with uh, 98, scoring a couple of tries there. Again, you know, what we call sort of garbage time trials, Ryan, but um, you know, it's getting over the line nonetheless and, and padding his numbers uh, almost a three-figure day for Uate. Yeah, well, that's right. Um, look, I, to be honest, when I looked at the um, totals for the game, to see Kittley up around the 100 and um, Uare, you know, Nelly there as well. It was quite strange just looking yeah. at it. It's like almost all – the top ten's almost all dominated by Newcastle players. They, they did. Except, they, that's right. They dominated. Except they got they, – they just got hammered basically. Like it was over in about 20, 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like there was no coming back. <laughs> Too cold <that>. for them. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, but look, once again um, – you have your halves and your fullbacks scoring well. Kate Snowden obviously doing well again. Um, I thought it was um, a little bit uh, telling that um, Tyrone Roberts, who I, I think is not going to be at Newcastle next year, um, only scored 27 points um, yeah. coming in. So I, I think and if, you, if you do have to have a Newcastle player or, or you think you're a Newcastle player, you mentioned him before, um, Joseph Depine. Yeah, um, not tough one, seven, I think they pronounce yeah. it. 172.700, that's a pretty good price. And considering it looks like he just tackles everything that moves uh, with 40 tackles, I, I think that's the way to go if, if you want someone like that. Thursday show, we talk about teams that are sort of on the way out and players starting to miss time and even be done for the year when their team's no longer in contention for the eight. That gives an opportunity for a guy like Tarpanay to get a bit of extra minutes, even start, even play the full 80. And that's what we're seeing out of him. And, and whether these other guys like Bo Scott, you know, come back or, or, or you know, what exactly happens with, with the adjustments there from Coach Rick Stone, he's probably going to try a number of things between now and the end of the year to look forward to next year. So guys like him and Vi Vi uh, will be interesting selections. Danny Levi, I think, has been mentioned as well. Only got the 16. But these sort of players that, you know, we, we can look at as, as sort of uh, cheaper options moving forward. Uh, and we will move forward to the Panthers-Roosters game on the Saturday. Um, Penrith really didn't show up uh, after such a good performance or two good performances in a row. Um, very, very disappointing. Lewis Brown, 63, got a try. You know, he, he's a little bit up and down this year, heading to Manly next year, but this was more sort of what we expect out of him. But again, not probably... Um, getting the, the tackles that we're used to from Brown, not playing that same sort of role, but he did score a try, did have a, a bunch of uh, hit-ups over eight metres and a line break. Bryce Cartwright continues to shine, 72 points. Uh, you know, he's not the cheapest out there, but um, we can expect him to continue to do this while he plays that roving commission role, almost like an old-school 5'8". Um, Apisai Corusau, 56. This is really putting danger into any chance of James Seguiaro making a dent uh, for your for your super coach side heading into the home straight because even if Seguiaro coming back from this injury you'd think Coruscant will steal some of his minutes he's playing very well 47 yeah. tackles 
Yeah, and no, I agree with that. If you're holding on to um, Seggy, then you just gotta um, just gotta let him go. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, Coruscant. Good pick up for Manly next year. Elijah Taylor, seventy with fifty-one tackles. That's what's going to happen in a game where they mainly defend. Um, but in the reverse, you've got guys like Tyron Peachy, just thirty-two. Dallin Watini Zelezniak, just twenty-five. Um, you know, Peter Wallace, not that we expect much out of him, twenty-six. Dean Farrow, he's been good recently, just the thirty. Um, yeah, we couldn't expect too much more. It was always going to be a tough matchup against the Roosters, Ryan, but uh, no. the outside backs are very disappointing. Yeah, exactly right. And, yeah, obviously it tells them the score. Outside backs don't get the ball because, yeah, basically the Roosters just dominated them. Yeah. Um, Bryce Cartwright, I mentioned in my ones to watch um, post for the week. And, um, yeah, and he came good for in a team that was thoroughly beaten. Um, 72 yeah. points is still pretty good. Yeah, he's definitely on the upswing. And, um, you know, again, expensive, but potential point of difference there um, to consider. The Roosters, well, they had some excellent performers. Mitchell Orbison again shows that if he gets the, the game time, he'll put up good super coach numbers. 93, big day for him. Uh, set up a, a try, had a try assist and, and a um, last pass, but no actual try. So to get 93 with that um, is very, very good. Blake Ferguson, Andrew mentioned him on the Thursday podcast. Well, 89 points. If you took his advice, you'd be very happy. He had 15 hit-ups over 8 metres, helping his day. A couple of line breaks, a line break assist and a try assist. Very good numbers there. Sean Kenny Dow, 82. He got over for two tries and um, he's really seemingly found a home on, on the wing. He hasn't sort of... That transition's been pretty fluid for him. Roger Tuavasa Shek, he was, you know, one of our top picks for the for the whole um, round as a potential captain's choice. Ninety points, scoring a try, last pass, line break, line break assist, everything you'd want out of him. Jared Rehargo is really playing at a high level since coming back from injury um, with eighty nine and Siasua Takiaho sixty one, you know, continuing to do well there. Um, the only disappointment was probably Jackson Hastings just not getting the minutes um, there, the cheapy just the seven points. But Ryan, we're seeing, you know, guys like Tavasashek and Rhea Hargroves for that matter, maybe the fact he didn't play, you know, as many games this year has him fresh coming into the final run. Look, I, I actually agree with you there because um yeah, he just looked like he was just fresh. I d I don't know what it was, but especially him and Blake Ferguson just looked like they were f- full and ready yeah. and you know ready to go um and maybe maybe that's the key uh coming into the last fight into the final rounds i mean look after next round maybe everyone else is back on an even keel but these guys just you know they just look like they were up for it and everything everything that goes along with it um the only kind of weird thing that i found from the game was daniel tupu only 21 points um yeah he just Basically, didn't get the ball very much, uh, so they just went the other way, and that, yeah, I guess that's why um, Sean Kenny Dow, yeah. um, Mitch Orbison, and uh, RTS uh, were dominant. He hasn't really come along in the same way, both super coach wise, even just on, on the field as he Tupo and you know, get got dropped for Origin. We might see him back next year after what happened to New South Wales in Game Three, but he's on a bit of a downswing at the moment, and only two nineteen thousand. I mean, he can't even be considered really uh, super coach wise let's uh, uh, move on to the Bulldogs Broncos game pretty dour game I mean we had you know the storm sort of coming through Sydney Saturday night affecting things but uh, these are two teams that uh, are more likely to sort of get in an arm wrestle than try to fling the ball about and that was evident in the type of game they played uh, for the dogs if you picked up Sean Lane a few weeks ago you were happy he was a late inclusion and of course, you can find all those um, late changes in the final teams if you follow us on Twitter, at Supercoach Pros. We tweet out before each and every game, of course. 
would have told you Lane got the game and he got 61 points with a try. So he's certainly fulfilling his very high numbers at the moment, playing at starter level at that cheap cost. And, and it's wonderful to see. Josh Morris um, wouldn't have been the easiest hold over Origin with the way the Bulldogs' buys were structured. And the fact, he obviously plays New South Wales. But if you did hold on to him, 67, uh, 338,000, his numbers you know, continue to, to be strong and price continue to probably rise. Josh Jackson, 51, another one that's um, you know, hanging in there, um, super coach-wise. James Graham came back and scored 52. You know, It's not horrible for him. He could be a watch uh, over the next couple of weeks when his price adjusts because, of course, he had those games where he didn't play many minutes and didn't get the points accordingly. But no um, Trent Hodkinson, and, and the dogs looked a bit directionless. Not a good sign for next year, of course, Hodkinson going to the, do- going to the Knights. Um, Moses Embai, usually a good performer, just 17. Curtis Rona usually belies all... Um, Bad matchups, only 14. The Broncos really um, doing a number on him. And even a guy like David Clemmer, the big um, uh, big forward, probably less minutes because Graham was back, but just 34 there, Ryan. And some of these Bulldogs players now, we're starting to wonder if they're the, the right options. Yeah, look, they scored very low. Like, I'm not um, being dramatic <laughs> in, that, in, in, that, in that assessment, but they scored very low considering what they could have, what they have been putting up, should I say. Even. Um, look, both Josh Morris and um, cheapy Sean Lane are good. Uh, Lee to Graham, uh, Jackson, Tolman, um, yeah. all in the 50s. That's okay, but everyone else from there on is a little bit disappointing. However, having said that, it's a tough matchup against the Broncos, and they Very did tough. strangle them um, a lot that night. And that's what we see, you know, week, week after week. Most um, positions, you know, finding it tough against the Broncos and no different for the Dogs. On the flip side, Brisbane, you know, we expected some of their players to do well. We had um, real focus on their halves. Ben Hunt, 41. Anthony Mill, 53. Not horrible numbers, but we might have hoped for more. Also on the hooker, Andrew McCulloch, 79. So that bore out. You know, when you're playing against the Bulldogs, hookers' numbers do increase quite well. And McCulloch, another big week. And if you took the punt on him over Cameron Smith, um, you'd be pretty happy because he certainly outdid Smith this round um, quite comfortably. Jordan Kahu, 57. Good day for Kahu, um, considering that, you know, centres, it's, it's pretty tough um, there against the Bulldogs. Uh, also looking at Corey Parker, well, that's what you can expect from him, 80 Sam Thiday, 79, got a try. He played really well coming off the big origin win. Uh, really looked fired up. In fact, Clubland, I haven't seen him play that well for quite a while. So that was a, a, an interesting sign moving forward. Matt Gillette, 61, continuing to be strong. Adam Blair got a try and got to 82, one of his best supercoach efforts um, you know, ever. <laughs> and um, Daniel Vito, 58, just shows that as long as he can get on the park, Ryan, he's he's a um, he's a guy that's going to do well for you, super catch wise. Yeah, look, I like um, Vito does surprise. However, his price is is still three fifty two seven hundred. So that's not that's not chicken feed. Um, but he's, he's one of those consistent. guys that don't really get thought about mm. in terms of in terms of super coach points or, you know, in terms of, oh, he's a great player or whatever. Yeah. But he's proving that he's quite solid whenever he's bought into the Broncos' side. He's doing business. Um, the real surprise was Adam Blair getting 82. Um, yeah, not going to sugarcoat that. That's, that's a surprise. <laughs> um, look, the other guys, like guys like um, Alex Glenn, 38, you would have expected more out of him, Mitchell Dodds, uh, Maranta, Boyd, you know, those guys... You probably would expect a little bit more, but due to the nature of the game, then you're probably going to cop that, cop that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, I just wanted to say about Vida too, the fact that he got picked ahead of Corey Oates, who only scored 11, um, pretty much says that Wayne Bennett has some faith in him, but you know that three-quarter line of guys like you know, Jack Reed returning, although Reed only getting 26, a real downer from his um, 300 games in a row he had earlier um, in in the year. But um, you know, it goes to show Vito is still in the in the thinking or in the eyes of Wayne Bennett there heading home. So it could be an interesting one looking um, looking at that there in the run home. And of course. If you want to get all that sort of information, that's where that Roundtable podcast, the one we do on Thursday nights, really helps you. You can find both this podcast and that on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. But it's not the only thing you'll find there. You'll get the game recaps, uh, upgrades, downgrades, Ryan MS1 to watch, Pete's Profits there if you're interested in footy tab, and, of course, the all-important um, Supercoach previews for the upcoming rounds. This is where we... Uh, unveil our predictor model. We put in our numbers there. Players like Blake Austin, you know, we say, Blake Austin, 82, 83, getting an upgrade. Well, he scored 82. You know, we say other players, Jared Croker, a big uptick, 63. Well, he got to 74. You know, so this is the sort of thing. Roger Tuvasa-Shek, strong play, 78. He got to 90. So you can see those similarities there coming with some of these guys that we, we're suggesting, you know, good matchups, good opportunities, and those Points are really bearing out. Sean Johnson, another strong matchup. We're going to talk about the Warriors in a moment. 83. Well, he went even higher. We'll talk about that in a moment. But this is where those Supercoach previews at www.supercoachpros.com. Very important that you're logging into that each week and getting that all-important info. And it can be the difference. If you can make a guy captain or have him starting instead of on your bench because of that matchup, could be all the difference for you between a win and a loss that week. And, of course, the other important information you need is the late mail. And you'll get that via our Twitter service. Our Twitter handle is at SuperCoachPros, at SuperCoachPros. We will tweet before each and every game um, those late changes and the final final team lineups. You can also um, ask us questions via Twitter. We're happy to read them out through that Thursday Night Roundtable podcast show. Or if you just have one midweek or late, a late one, we can also answer that on the on the run as well for you. So all the information there at Supercoach Pros there on Twitter or at the website www.supercoachpros.com. Let's move to the two Sunday games now, the Warriors and the Storm. I mentioned at the start of the show, what a great game and uh, some great performances. David Fusatua um, back into the side with um, Conrad Harrell out injured. And I'll tell you what, he's a guy that super coach-wise, if he can just stay healthy, could be anything. 86 points, a try, a try assist, a couple of line breaks. But he's a guy that, you know, he almost needs to take on the line more. He could even do more, it seems. Sometimes he's too generous. I remember a game, uh, I think it was last year, where he was over the line and he threw a pass for a try. <laughs> so I just put it down. <laughs> and today, again, you know, he, he set, set Lollier away um, when he could have potentially gone his, himself. It does help. Tumawala Lalahia's numbers, he scored 59 thanks to two tries that um, Fisatua helped him out, as did Sean Johnson, it must be said. Sean Johnson, speaking of which, 131 points. Another massive day for Johnson. Hopefully he's already in your lineup because he's going to cost a mint from now pretty much until the season's end. Try, a couple of try assists, uh, kicking goals, a couple of line breaks, three line break assists, you know, a forced dropout, six tackle busts. The list just goes on. Massive day for him. Bodine Thompson, so consistent. He'd probably the last couple of games a bit lower than what we've expected, up to 89 this week. And at 352,000, probably as cheap as you're going to get him until the end of the year if you're interested playing those two positions. Did score a try. He was quite mobile getting over the line there. A couple of line breaks. Simon Mannering, 65. He'll never, um, he'll never sort of drop too far below that. 
very good, uh, very high floor for Mannering. And um, I guess the only, only thing, Ben Madalino, 34, one of his lowest scores of, of the um, Supercoach season so far. So that was a bit disappointing um, from him. And Solomon Akata had some time off injured and just got 35. Perhaps his run comes to an end there. And Raymond Fatala Marina, we thought him starting and playing those big minutes, he might do better than just the 31, right? And, and Nathan Friend set up a great try with that backflip pass through the legs um, for Lola here, but just 37, another guy probably a bit lower, possibly because of really taking some of his game time. Yeah, unfortunately, they get passes for um, ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous assists, but that was fantastic. Um, but yeah, look, um, very... Kind of, kind of strange. I'm um, looking at it, Supercoach wise. You know, Johnson, Thompson, and Fusatua absolutely dominating. Yeah. Um, along with um, Mannering and Lollahia, but then it really drops off um, from Lollahia, who got 59 down to Lilliman, who got 39. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the other Warriors blow that. Uh, just one of those strange anomaly things. But obviously, those guys took the game by the scruff of the neck. Um, Johnson especially. They, they um, targeted that side, didn't they? The right side, and Heimel Hunt actually got pulled in the first half from Melbourne um, because of his defensive lapses. Corabidi kept trying hard, but even he looked a bit out of sorts at times. Yeah, look, um, Corabidi uh, was uh, did struggle, but it was more due to the yeah to, to, to the guy um, standing inside him. <laughs> and that's what we're going to see. If, if one side is you know is letting you down defensively, then the three that were on that edge, Johnson, you know, face it to it. And Lola here put up the big super catch numbers. For the Storm, um, well, we mentioned Toe Harris moving out. Well, we mentioned Heimel Hunt going off just 11 points. Toe Harris was the one that moved out a bit wider, and he ended up with 60. So that's not bad considering that other games he's moved out to the centres hasn't done as well. Kenny Bromwich was the replacement there also on that same left edge, and he scored two tries there. He was actually very um, difficult for the Warriors to stop out wide. 72 points for Bro- for Kenny Bromwich, outdoing his brother Jesse by 30. Jesse only scoring the 42. And we see with those big Warriors packs, the opposition forwards... Um, often taking a step back, and we saw that again with Jesse Bromwich um, today. Uh, other players from, from Melbourne um, that really were below their best include um, Corabidi, as we said, 32, um, Cooper Cronk, just the 35, um, and Blake Green, who's had some big days for Supercoach, uh, Supercoach-wise, just 24, and Cameron Smith as well, uh, just 43. We're probably hoping for more out of him. But Cameron Munster continues to show that he can fulfil that role that Billy Slater left, 49, um, and he does, you know, not only injects himself in the back line with some good movements, but he's also very safe at the back. Uh, it's a good play there from um, Munster, I thought, Ryan. But overall, Melbourne players, you know, another team that we're really going to have to keep a close eye over, over the next few weeks because they could start to drift out of the eight. Yeah, look, that's, I think that's their third loss in a row, maybe even their fourth. Um, yeah. And the thing is that because they're such a good team, I know, I know they're on a, are on a string of losses, but they're such a good team that you kind of are uh, very, very reluctant yeah. to drop a guy yeah. um, from Melbourne who's in your team. Um, the thing is you're just going to have to go especially if you're in a fight for a final spot um, for, for Supercoach finals, you're just going to have to go by, strictly by numbers. Mm. And if the Melbourne players aren't doing the job, then you've just got to let them go. Well, it was a big talking point, I think, on our Thursday show, Ryan, where we, we were talking about whether Cameron Smith was worth going for if you had to choose a hooker at this point or whether you went for McCulloch and certainly round one to McCulloch. But wor- worst case, or even, you know, 
worse is Jesse Bromwich. I, I don't know how you go to Bromwich over some of those other front rowers. Not at his price, definitely. At that, yeah, you, I think if you're going that big, big, big name front row, I think there's better options out there because you just can't trust that Melbourne are going to be able to um, to put up those good numbers lead on the way home. They could really fade out. There's some good teams that aren't in the eight at the moment. And there's going to be some some adjustments, I think, to the top eight before we're done. Talking about such things is the final game that we're going to talk about today, the Sharks-Dragons, because the Dragons, five in a row they've lost now, and they really look out of sorts. A lot of injuries. Benji Marshall didn't play. Josh Dugan didn't play. Trent Merrin didn't play, obviously, because he's suspended. Um, And they're suffering. And meanwhile, Cronulla are on the upswing, and they, you know, a very good win. And uh, Wade Graham... He's just playing as good as footy as I've seen him because he's taking on the line. I think we've mentioned it on a few earlier shows this year. He's taking on the line. He's not worrying so much about the ball play until he hits the line. Um, he's given up that sort of half style of play. Now he really is is, a, is that ball-playing back rower that I think they've always hoped he could be. 86 super coach points, huge day for him. Luke Lewis, 85, got over the line. Anytime he can score a try, and he is a bit of a try sneak, um... He's going to do well super coach wise. He did again today. Paul Gallon, 61, below his best. But look, with Cronulla, with the game in hand, yeah, he wasn't required in the same degree. So, you know, good to see that he was back playing, and that's something to look forward to in upcoming weeks. Andrew Fafita, 74, just continues to, to shine. Um, Michael Lennis, 63, you know, wasn't the greatest origin for him, but that, but that was a good comeback game. And then we look at some of those. Um, Outside backs, Valentine Holmes, 68. Sasai Fecky, 68. Jared Beald, 64. This is what these guys can do. Um, you know, we probably don't see it enough from Cronulla. They, they probably, you know, don't throw caution to the wind that much, although they did a bit today. But these guys do have the talent to do that. Jack Bird also playing really well. Just the 42 supercoach points. He played better than that. Um, he was very involved. And who knows... Um, you know, we read this out. Of course, we did this show on a Sunday night, so there may be a, a big uptick to his points when they go through the run through the second time round. But overall, look, if Cronulla play like that, Ryan, um, you know, we can have a look at some options there, Supercoach wise. One hundred percent. Look, I mentioned Luke Lewis in the ones to watch. Um, I'm just mentioning that because I actually got one right. So, well, with mate, um, got, a, got, got a more right, I think this week. <laughs> with um, yeah, Luke Lewis, like he's. Not exactly a uh, surprise packet in what it can do, but what he is doing right now, he's doing it very consistently. Yeah. He's playing very well. Um, possibly, you know, winding the clock back a couple of years, I, I would suggest. Um, for Fido, of course, we mentioned him on the Thursday show. He's going well. Um, and obviously, the outside backs, Holmes, Fecky, Beal, um, all, doing, all doing very well. Um, look, the thing I found... A little bit strange about this game, considering the amount of points the Sharks scored, uh, was Ben Barber being very, very quiet. Um, only 30, 30 supercoach points, even though he did score a try. So that really even buffered his, buffered his level out even more. Yeah, well, that's it with um, Ben Barber. You know, he's he's coming on the field. He's making a difference, but still supercoach-wise, he's not able to, to really get those numbers. Um, and so he continues to just be someone that we're, we, we can't even talk about. We can't even look at. You just can't even get this exactly. coach-wise. But uh, certainly interesting, um, Lewis and Fafita, I think we've mentioned it before, the fact that, that they didn't play Origin, or at least Fafita only played a little bit in Game 1. 
really keeps them fresh for the run home. The Dragons, on the other hand, they look like a team running out of gas. They're running out of troops. Um, they're running out of ideas. No Benji Marshall. You know, they looked a bit devoid of ideas in attack. And um, they're a team that's definitely, you know, falling out of the back end of the top eight and falling fast from those um, glory days earlier in the year where they were leading the comp. Mike Cooper continues to put up good super coach numbers. 58 for him. Ben Cray, 54. Should have been higher. He looked all but over the line, and Ben Barber absolutely hammered him um, to stop him. Yeah, that was a great tackle. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, he got penalised for it, but uh, I don't think anyone was uh, was caring in his team. The fact was, he, you know, a ripper, a ripper um, try saving tackle. Um, Peter Mataudia, 59. Look, playing well. Continue to play well, you know, and that's one bright spot for the Dragons. Their centres, him and you and Aiken. Aiken only got 36 this week, but they look very, uh, very strong and very, very talented for the future. Charlie Runciman got an opportunity on the wing, scored a couple of tries, looked pretty good. Maybe he'll get another opportunity, 75 points. But mind you, Justin Hunt, who moved back to fullback, was still quite good, even though he got the 36 supercoach points. So there'll be some questions asked there, St George-wise. Maybe some changes will have to be made. Certainly in the halves, Gareth Whittup, just the 32, not really getting involved. Mitch Rain, maybe St George needed more out of him, um, considering Benji Marshall not playing, Josh Dugan not playing, but he only could manage 39. And Jason Nightingale, great matchup for him, but without that sort of um, halves play, he could only get to 35 and... At the moment, we're just shrugging our shoulders with Dragons players. It's it's all gone pear-shaped, Ryan. Yeah, look, um, they started terribly and then came really good, and now they've gone terrible again. Um, yeah. Look, I, I, I think with, like, especially with guys like Benji being out, um, yeah. that really does affect guys like Jason Nightingale. Yep. Um, it's just, yeah, it just wrecks the flow of, of their team. Well, and obviously it. when you have guys that have the skill of Widdop, um, and Marshall, um, then they can yeah float on both sides of the field and like create um, for the, for their outside players. Um, obviously, that wasn't the case today. Um, look, as you as you said before, the um, Mitch Rain not very many points. Um, also, Lestrange on the bench as well, bugger all points as well, thirteen. So yeah, and they actually it, looked. Better. They looked like they had more direction when Lestrange came on, but he again he doesn't put up the numbers super coach wise. Yeah, it's just a bit strange. Look, I, I think a guy who, if you have to have, if, you, if you're thinking about you know looking for second rollers and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, a cheap guy is Jake Marketo. He got forty, yep. um, played pretty well, um, tackled pretty hard, and um, he's only one twenty four three hundred. So I, I think if you're looking for an upside for the Dragons out of this, that's that's probably it. Hopefully you listened to Andrew two weeks ago because that was his pick at the 113,000 mark and you're just <laughs> sitting pretty. But if not, you've still got, you've still got time to, to bring him in. All right, that is all we have time for, of course, on the review show here of um, the Supercoach Professionals podcast. Uh, but, of course, we will be back on Thursday for the Roundtable podcast. And, as always, you can get up-to-the-date information either via our website, www.supercoachpros.com, or via our Twitter handle, at SupercoachPros. Just the one game. Tomorrow, the Titan Seagulls will be tweeting out uh, the late mail there, or the final two changes there. Of course, now, before kickoff, or just a bit less than now, before kickoff, Ryan. Thanks very much. We're going to talk to you on Thursday, of course. No worries. And uh, we'll talk to everyone else on Thursday too. Hope that uh, you tune in again there via iTunes or the website. Bye now.